This is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dudes Who Bet Sports show. We are back for another weekend of football action. It's show, let's see, what is this? Show number three on the network today. Um, Papa Dude, are you ready to roll? We got a ton to talk about. Plus, I've got a question for you at the end of the show. It'll be a, it'll, it'll cause a spirited debate. That is my uh, prediction. Yeah, I cannot wait. I want everybody to know. I don't know what this question is. He popped me on, popped it on me a while ago. And I can't wait to get to that. I like those kind of spirited uh, debates. Show number three for you. You got another one you're going to be on. You're pulling an all-nighter here. I guess it's an all-dayer. All-afternooner, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. There's Shotty. She's checking in. She's on her way to the soccer game today. She's probably on the road now. No, just kidding. All right, let's move on. (laughs) Papa Dude's like, what the hell are you talking about? Um, game? Wow. All right, let's get to it here. By the way, we started about 20 seconds early, so I think it'll be the first time ever that that's happened. So yeah, we're pretty we're pretty prompt though. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of us. All right, let's get to it. We're gonna start with college. Uh, Listen, last week in college football. I'm not going to call it boring because it wasn't. There were some tight games, some close games. There wasn't a lot to talk about after it was over, though, right? No. Pretty much went how it's supposed to go. All hell's going to break loose this week, Papa Dude. This is going to be nuts. Mm -hmm. Let's kick it off with one that shouldn't be. Rutgers on the road taking on Michigan. Michigan is a 24-point favorite in this one, over-under sitting at 44. Michigan's had three patsies. Rutgers is better than those three teams they've played. How much better? Any kind of game here? What do you think? Very hard to judge Michigan. Don't you think? I don't know how hard they've been trying. I don't I, know. I agree. I think it's hard to judge both these teams. Yeah. Uh, you know, Rutgers arguably could be said to be a little more impressive because they're 3-0. and And a lot of times they're not 3-0. and Right. So I think they might give them a game for a little while. And then again, you got to ask yourself, is this the first game Michigan's really going to care about? Because it might be. You can't fool these guys. Uh, Harbaugh hasn't been coaching. They've been playing nobody. They've probably been holding back some stuff. So they may go full bore on this one. This may be one of these games Rutgers wish they hadn't played. I think they cover, but I think it might be a game for a little while. Yeah, I think Michigan's gonna gonna show themselves in this game. I think they're gonna come out and dominate. I, I think Michigan covers. I don't think it's close. Uh, I, I think they come out dominate gate to wire. Give me the Wolverines. Pretty big in this game. Um, I, I just think when it comes down to it, they're ready to go. They're ready to go for this one. They got coach back. They're ready to roll for this one. By the way, before we go on, uh, Shotty's chiming in from Arkansas land, uh, saying Sam Pittman is being roasted at the stake right now for the Razorbacks. Uh, I, I just have to laugh. College football, you're coaching in college football. Whew, it's a tough job. Let's not forget Arkansas fans. The two years before Sam Pittman got there, you guys were combined four and 20. Yep. He took over the COVID year. You went three and seven, but you're a very respectable three and seven. The next year nine and four, the next year seven and six. So he's doing well. It's just uh the expectations got a little too high, I think. Well, I remember when he was the greatest thing since peanut butter. They thought they had found the greatest coach that ever was. And and you know, 
if he goes to if they go down and beat LSU Saturday, he'll be right back there on top again. So he will. Um, when they were nine and four that year, when they went nine and four, I oh. think they would have built a statue of the guy. Me too. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, not not good. He that that BYU game was a horrible game for Arkansas. Um, I, I, all right. Yeah, I, keep going. Well, go ahead. Or, 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 we'll talk about it when we get to LSU here in a minute. Okay, that sounds good. Florida State and Clemson. I think this is a massive, massive game. Florida State three and zero. Of course, they do have the big win over LSU. That was a huge win. They go to Clemson. Clemson's two and one. They got embarrassed week one against Duke. I mean, they've been better against nobody in the last two weeks. Statement game. LSU or excuse me, FSU, a two point favorite on the road here in Clemson. They're going to take over the ACC with a win here. Can they do it? Can they go to Clemson and win? Well, uh, definitely a statement game for Florida State. I don't think it is for Clemson. They've already proved themselves year after year after year. So, yeah, it is for Florida State. If they are as good as they say they are, they have to win. They have to, because sooner or later, you got to beat the top dog. You have to beat them, and you got to go in their place and beat them. A couple of question marks. They did not play well last week. Were they looking ahead? Possible. They had a lot of injuries as well. The quarterback's banged up. Way I read it, it's a shoulder type situation. He's going to play. Will that bother him? You know, anytime you're a quarterback and your shoulder's kind of banged up, that's an issue. And they're going to need him to play well. Clemson will play their best game of the year in this one. I don't think Clemson's good enough. So I'm going to go Florida State to win. Florida State made that huge statement week one. But mm-hmm. was that all Florida State, or was that some of LSU was not ready to go in that game? I don't know. LSU's come back, look awfully good yep. since that. So I, I'm i going to go Florida State as it's well. Only two points. That's why I'm going them. Yeah, I, I just feel like they're a little bit better shape. This Clemson team has struggled. I wouldn't be shocked if Clemson turns around. And oh, I wouldn't either, though. Uh, but I'm going to take I'm going to take the Seminoles. I think at the end right. they get it done. They move to four and zero until somebody knocks Clemson off. Sure, the thing that bothers me about Clemson, I don't think they're good enough offensively to beat them. And that's the key. Uh, they that offense was not good against Duke. I don't see them getting a whole lot better uh, quick enough to beat Florida State. So. Uh, I think end of the day, Florida State just a little bit better than Clemson. Yep. I think they're going to beat them. All right, huge game for Oklahoma. First game that uh, you know they they're going to be tested on the road here. Oklahoma fourteen and a half point favorites over Cincinnati. Cincinnati did lose to Miami of Ohio last week. Kind of took the shine off this game a little bit, Papa dude. What do you think? Oklahoma on the road, fourteen and a half point favorites. I think this is a sneaky tough game for the Sooners. Mm-hmm. I really do. I've been hearing a lot of talk this week about the Cincinnati loss was a huge fluke. I don't know if you've heard any of that, but they had the ball inside the five-yard line three times and did not score. Mm. Now, you know, you score those three times, that's an easy win. They did a lot – there was a lot of crazy things that happened in that game, but they still lost. And good teams don't lose to Miami of Ohio. So that is a blemish on their record. OU's playing this game up. The the, the media, uh, the coaches, uh, Cincinnati's loaded. They keep saying, you know, they're really good. They've, they've got two guys on defense that are uh, NFL players. Their quarterback is a dual threat, which bothers OU. I think OU is going to really struggle for a while in this one. I do. 
I just I, I just think they're going to struggle because I don't know if they've got that confidence you need yet. This is a this is a game where you go in. It's going to be a hostile environment. It's Cincinnati's first game ever in the Big Twelve. You know, OU's coming in there. They're going to sell it out. It's going to be hyped up. It always is when Oklahoma plays. So I think this is going to be a sneaky, tough game. I think Oklahoma wins, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. Uh, I'm going to go Cincinnati plus 14 and a half. I think think for the point spread, you take Cincinnati in this game. Uh, I I think this is going to be – this is the first game that uh, OU is going to be really tested – to the point of okay, who's who's the guy we're going to on offense when we need yep. to make a play type of thing. Yep. Um, I, I don't think Cincinnati's a great team. I don't think they're bad either. I don't think they're Miami of Ohio bad. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it'd be close. I also Oklahoma's covered the first three weeks of the season. Uh, it's tough to cover every week. I I think it's going to be a seven point game. Uh, I, I think Cincinnati's going to keep it close. Would not be shocked if OU loses the game. I am going to pick OU to win. I'm going to take Cincinnati and the points here, plus 14 and a half. I think that's too many. All right, let's go on. <laughs> here yeah. we go. Colorado, three and zero. They survived against a not a very good Colorado State team at home. They had to go into overtime to win it. They're 21 point underdogs at Oregon uh, this weekend. Oregon three and zero as well. All right, any kind of game going to happen here? Can Dion push it to four and zero? Well, my first question is, how is the number 19 team in the country going up against the number 10 team and they're 21-point underdogs? Right. Them being in the top 25 is a fraud. It's just I'm, I I don't know why we don't call these voters out. Or I guess it doesn't matter, I guess. I don't know. If the Colorado team shows up that played last Saturday, they're going to get killed mm-hmm. in this game. Is the bubble beginning to burst? Are teams beginning now to realize, hey, these guys are pretty good. We better get ready for them. You know, you just have to wonder, that game. do you just forget that game last week? I don't see how you can. Oregon's waiting for them. That's a tough place to go play. Do you realize what's going to happen if they win? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We are never going to hear the end of it. You know, it's just going to be – just nonstop Colorado. And if they win this game, they deserve it. I will say you're number 19 in the country. You're higher than that. If you go mm-hmm. win this game, mm-hmm. this is the one to me that will prove it to me that they're for real. Cause I don't think they are. They really haven't beat anybody. If you, if you want my opinion, I think Oregon rolls, I'm going Oregon with this, with the spread. Yeah, I think Oregon's going to win pretty easily in this game. I don't know if did you watch the interview Bob Stoops interviewed Urban Meyer. Did you watch that? I did. And Urban Meyer made it. He went to he went to practice at Colorado. Yeah. He wanted to get a, a, an eye on things. He wanted to see how the program was ran. He said he was very very impressed. But one thing that really stood out that he emphasized a couple of times, he said Colorado has zero depth. Bob, he said he has they have no depth. Yeah. Colorado's already got injuries happening. That's yeah. going to be a big problem. Dion himself has mentioned, hey, our skill guys, really good. Our, our big boys, as he called them, need a lot of work. That's where <laughs> things are going to start getting exposed for this yeah. Colorado team when they play the better teams that can physically outmatch them. It's going to start this week. It's going to be a long day for Dion and Eugene. I'm not going to be one of these guys that when they get beat by, you know, 30 points in this game, you see, I told you, you know, no, no not no. at all. 
This team went one and eleven last That's year. Right. This team has eighty-seven new players. This is an Oregon team they're going up against. That is a dark horse to make the playoff. I mean, a team that's got a great shot, a team that's got a fifth-year quarterback, a team that is loaded with experience. Oregon should kill them in this game. Forget about everything that's happened. On paper, Oregon a much better team. Give me the Ducks big in this game. I I, I really don't think this will be a competitive game. No, uh, I agree with you totally. I think what Colorado's done is unbelievable mm-hmm. considering where they were last year. They were one of the worst teams in football. Last year, I don't they were care. probably the worst Power Five team. They were, I think they were. They were yeah. just really, really bad. Yeah. And to go three and zero and play the way they have is is a great accomplishment. If they win five or six, they've had a tremendous season. It's a it's a successful year. So I agree with you. I think the bubble's about to the burst. The, the wheels are about to come off. Yeah. Uh, they may play them decent for a little while, but I think the Ducks have had enough of it. And they'll take care of it. Yep. I, I, I think it's going to be – I just think you are what you are on paper, and eventually that will show up. You can win games. Maybe you get lucky, or maybe you just play an over-your-head great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think both of those may have already happened. I think they played over their heads against TCU. They got lucky to win last week. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to burst, and that's not a knock on them. I, I thought before the season they're a four-win team. Maybe now they're they're going to win five or six, but they're still not there. But he's doing a good job. So yeah. uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how the national media, if they jump off the bandwagon or what happens if they do lose that game up there. Uh, but uh, we'll see. I mean, Oregon, uh, I, I'm pretty high on them. So we'll see if they kind of back that up. Uh, yep. Another game. This is a yeah. great one. Yes. UCLA at Utah. Utah now a six-point favorite. Uh, Dennis mentioned them. Uh, mentioned it. They were four and a half yesterday. They've been four, four and a half, five. They're all the way up to six. Utah at home, pretty tough place to go win a game. UCLA, I think, has been really sneaky, impressive. They haven't played great teams, but they haven't played awful teams either, and they've been able to take care of them. What do you think about this Utah-UCLA game? Yeah, I've been real impressed with UCLA. Their toughness, their physicality, their defense, uh, they're not known for that, and they've been pretty solid. Is Have they announced that Rising is going to officially play? Maybe that's why that line is kind of going up? It's The last I heard, it is trending towards he's going to play. And I got a feeling that's why that line is going up. The key is going to be how mobile is he, how healthy is he. Mm-hmm. I think he makes that much difference in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the line was too low uh, when it was like four, four and a half. Uh, I think it opened at five. Yeah. And then, like say, it went down. Now it's back to six. I still think that's too low. I think if Utah wins, they win by more than six. I would take Utah in this game as well because of that. You know, the home factor for Utah is a pretty big one. Yeah. It, it, it always has been, um, you know, effectiveness of the quarterback uh, is going to be a question mark for sure, but they always play better at home than they do on the road. I, I think they're a little bit better team uh, overall than UCLA. Wouldn't be shocked either way. I think Utah's the side here. I'm, I'm going with Utah yeah. in this game as well. Me too. All right. Ole Miss in Alabama. And boy, oh boy, it's been a long time since this has been this interesting. I think Ole Miss uh, in the last few years thought they could beat Alabama and they'd get pummeled. I think this year Ole Miss can beat Alabama. Alabama six and a half point favorite at home against Ole Miss. Where are you going? 
Yeah, I agree with you. When's the last time Alabama has been 13? That looks funny besides their name, doesn't it? It looks awkward. It does. Um, they are going to start the quarterback that we thought should have been playing last week. Yes. And I think you said it. They're just looking for a quarterback. It kind of seemed to me like that I listened to Saban, and that's kind of what he, where he was going. Yes. They did look at those other two guys to decide, and because and in his press conference on Monday he said, this kid that's going to play, Milroy, I think his name is, is going to play uh, uh, this weekend because he's looked the best of the three. Correct. So you almost lose a game to South Florida. Trying to, I, that doesn't make no sense to me, but anyway. I think they are searching for anything. Yeah, right they're now. not happy with him either. No. So you come into this game, and 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 when you're the when you're the big dogs like Alabama is, it's so it, it it's just got to be proven more than once before you take a side against them. Mm-hmm. And um, you know the Alabama offense is terrible. It, it, it just is. Mm-hmm. He's the best of the three quarterbacks that I've seen, and he's a threat to run the ball. Does Mississippi think they can go in there and beat them? That's the whole thing. Do they think they can? I think they have to have some things go right for them early. And if they do, why can't they win? I, I The Alabama team we have seen the last two weeks, now we didn't see them against Texas because we were on the road. But the t- I did watch almost all that game or a lot of that game last Saturday. They can't beat Mississippi because they can't score enough mm-hmm. to beat them. Mm-hmm. unless Mississippi plays like shit, and they might. I don't have a lot of confidence in them either. That's why I'm struggling to take them. I'm going to take Ole Miss, Ole Miss plus the points. I don't know if they win, though. I think Ole Miss wins it outright. I, I just think when you look at what's on the field there at Alabama, it, I don't think it's good enough to beat them this year. Now, listen, Ole Miss has laid an egg against Alabama in situations yes, so where you thought they could beat them or at least be competitive. I think the difference is when they snap the ball, Old Miss can match up with them. I don't. Th- I don't think that's been the case until no. this year, and, and I think it's more to do with Alabama than it is to do with Ole Miss. They they don't have yeah. the guys. That the offensive line in Alabama got absolutely manhandled by South Florida. Yeah, that's not I a very mean, good team either. I, I think I think Alabama defensively up front still decent. I think secondary's got problems. I'm going Ole Miss, and I I never thought I would ever say that. I'm going Ole Miss in this game. Well, the king falls every once in a while, and it sure looks like it. The the biggest mystery in college football to me so far, and it's not exactly happened this year. It happened in the offseason. How did they get stuck in this situation without a quarterback? I just cannot fathom what has happened, that they don't have a quarterback. It's just unbelievable. I'm more surprised – how they don't have a great defense anymore and they don't yeah. have an offensive line. Like that's, that's surprising. Yeah. yeah that's it surprising. Is. So because I, it seems their free green classes are still high, yeah. you know, and it could simply be when a kid goes to Alabama, mm-hmm. they, they blow him up a little bit because he goes to Alabama. Yeah. Know? I went into that game watching that game and I was like, all right, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll see Alabama really impose their will. They never could. And no, Maybe maybe they just, just weren't ready to play. Maybe they were a little bit flat. I don't know. But the game was as close as the score. I mean, it was. It, it, there was no fluke in that score. Mm-mm. No, that team went toe to toe with them, and that's 
the surprising part. I, I, I'm sure they weren't ready to play. I think that's part of it. Sure. But you don't flip a switch. You know, you don't just go, okay, they'll get going. You if, know, if South Florida had a quarterback, they would have beat them. Yeah, I think they would have too. If, if South Florida had, had a quarterback that could throw it, they would have beat them. I, I really believe that. It um, would have been our, interesting if Florida ever or Alabama had ever got behind if they'd have put that other kid back in at quarterback. That would have been interesting. It would have been. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go on here. Duke and UConn next. Uh, Duke, a 21 and a half point favor here at UConn. They just keep winning. They're they're going to try to get to 4 and 0 here. Uh, what do you think about this game? I mean, 21 and a half on the road, that's a lot, but it's UConn lot. not not good. But UConn's terrible. Yep. And Duke looks really good. They got a really solid offensive team. The quarterback's really good. Playing well. Should outclass them. I think they cover. I agree. I like the Blue Devils in this game as well. All right, let's keep on going. Miami at Temple. This is an old Big East matchup. Yeah. Uh, this was always a, a mismatch. Miami, 3-0. They're rolling. They go into Temple. 23.5 point uh, favorites here for the Hurricane. Any kind of game here in Temple? Uh, similar to the last one. Yeah. You know, Miami's better. Point spread's a little bit higher. I think Temple's better than UConn. Yep. Miami seems sometimes to lay an egg in games like this. I'm going to go Temple plus 23 and a half, but I'm not going to bet it. I don't think it's the worst play to play Temple. I stay, I stayed away from this game as well. I'm I'm not sure still what Miami is because you don't know what Texas A&M is. And so True. that is kind of a debate there. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm staying away from it. Uh, I think Miami does get the win, but, it, yeah, it might be closer than 23 and a half. We'll see. Uh, UTSA, they're kind of a tricky team. Not that good of a record so far this year. They've played some decent teams. They go on the road against Tennessee, who was bad last week in Florida. Tennessee, 21.5-point favorite here at home against UTSA. What What are your thoughts on this one? I think on a small level, UTSA is one of the most disappointing teams so far. Yep. They were they were highly regarded. They had the quarterback back. They were, they were one of the top uh, – teams in the lesser conferences and, and that start off one and two is not good. So they're really struggling coming into Tennessee against a team that just was not good at all at Florida. How good is Tennessee? I don't know. This could be, a, this could be tougher than we think. I'm going to go UTSA plus 21 and a half. You're going to go UTSA. I think I would as well with the plus 21 and a half. This uh, Tennessee team, really none of the three weeks has looked all that good. I think UTSA, I think they battle it back here. I think they can play them halfway close. I, I you know, I don't think they're going to beat them, but Tennessee really back-to-back weeks. They have not looked good at all. All right, let's keep going. Speaking of not looking good, Arkansas did not look good last week. Shotty talked about that where they got beat to BYU. LSU did not look good at all week one. They've looked pretty good after that. 17 and a half point favorites for LSU here against the wounded hogs. All right. What do you think? Do the hogs bounce back in this one? See a wounded hog. Let's <laughs> say it's a pretty dangerous animal right there. And this is not a hog. We're talking a razorback. You know, they're tough. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Uh, I watched a lot of the game uh, that got away from Arkansas. That game did. Um, I think BYU is better than people give them credit for. Arkansas should have won, but they mm-hmm. didn't. This is a rivalry, a good one. And Arkansas mm-hmm. usually plays LSU pretty close. And they've got enough offense that they can stay with them. I think that's too many points in a game like this. 
I think Arkansas is going to play well. I do. So I'm going to go the Hogs plus 17 and a half. Hogs plus 17 and a half. I will not be taking that. I will go with <laughs> LSU uh, to win this one here. I think they cover the 17 and a half. I think they win. I'm watching my best bet run at Horseshoe Indianapolis, and he is a winner at even All right. So that's good news for the Daily Show is my best bet just won at even money. Your best bet, the Milwaukee Brewers, lead six to nothing in the bottom of the eighth. I like so it. We're two for two, and hopefully Magic can get Oza a sack tonight. Let me ask you this. How could the Cardinals have been favored in that game today? I have no idea. I don't – some of these things – It was that was almost to me, I almost thought, this ain't right, so I'm staying away from it. But, you know, in baseball it doesn't – compute like it does in some of these others you know mm-hmm. baseball has some weird lines some days and i thought the cardinals are going nowhere nowhere milwaukee's playing pretty good yeah i, I was shocked uh well a matter of fact you sent it to me this morning before i'd even looked at the baseball and i looked at it and said well, they're playing the cardinals i think he has it wrong you Ooh. know Double checked, and actually, they were they were at one point. I watched the line move, but they were plus money. Yeah, um, so crazy. I, yeah, it, it makes sense to me. Yep, they got to get three more outs, and uh, we'll be two for two, like I said, with Magic's out. So good, uh, good, good news for uh, the best bets. All right, let's get back to it. You're taking Arkansas plus seventeen and a half. I'm taking LSU. I don't believe in the Hogs after that. I won't right. any money on that. I'm just saying. Well, I yeah, I know. I get yeah. what you're saying, but yeah. I think I I don't know. I think there's some problems in Arkansas. Well, there there could be uh, the thing when I watched them the the that year we talked about going nine and four, and even earlier part of last year, they felt a little more together. I don't really know how to describe it. This year, they're it, it just they don't. I don't know. I don't like what I saw out of them uh, in that game. Well, uh, the thing the thing with. Razorback fans in football, and they have too high of expectations. They just do. Probably, yep. It's uh, it's tough, and the SEC when you're in a state that has good high school football, there's just not enough yep. players. You yep. got to go compete with Texas and Oklahoma and A and M and everybody else in the state of Texas. It's tough. You're not going to get enough. It's hard. Yep. It's really hard. Really tough. I yep. agree. All right, Oregon State and Washington State, another team or another game, I should say, in the Pac-12 that's just loaded. And these games Mm -hmm. are great. Oregon State, uh, three-point favorite here on the road against Wazoo. I don't know. I kind of like Washington State in this game, Papa Dude. What about you? Well, it's not Saturday yet, but if all things stay equal and I don't find anything better, this is my best bet on Saturday. I like Washington State. They're hard to beat in – Pullman and Oregon State, you know, they're they're not going to be afraid of them. They're not going to have any respect for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington State's not, you know, if USC was coming in there, I wouldn't be saying this. But, you know, what I'm trying to get at, Oregon State doesn't have the reputation to yep. give your players any doubt that you can't beat them. They think they can beat them. They probably beat them quite a bit. Correct. So if it was the other way around, it was in Oregon State, I might go along with it. I think Washington State's pretty daggum good. They got a great win over Wisconsin. And Oregon State hasn't really beat anybody that good. So I'm going Washington State to win this one outright. Well, I think just like you, I think the line's a little bit odd. I'll take the plus three with Washington State here. 
Um, kind of a disrespected team, you know, Wisconsin went in there and Washington State took, took care of them. Still yeah. not sold on the Oregon State quarterback, so I'm with you. Give me Washington State yeah. in this game as well. Florida, a 28-point favorite. They're back in the top 25. They're a 28-point favorite here against Charlotte. Anything to sneeze at, worry about, or just go on? Well, if I was a Florida fan, I'd be worried about a letdown. You know, 28's a lot. When you're mm -hmm. a little shaky on offense, you're not great. Mm -hmm. But if they're ready to play, they should cover that. We'll see. Will they Will they build on that and, and, and stay going as well as they played against Tennessee, or will they, will they have a letdown? Do you concur with Dennis here? Florida being ranked is pretty crazy. Yes. Okay. I agree Definitely. with that as well. I was I was surprised. Yeah. Uh, to see him ranked. Yeah. Yeah. No um, all right. Georgia and UAB. Um, anything to talk about here or just move on? No. I well, it's just you want to bet 42 and a half. That's just yeah, that's all yeah. I mean, I think we cover this a lot. There's yeah. better games to play. I, yeah. I think. You know, if UAB is going to like a like USC, let's say, you kind of feel better about playing forty two and a half with Georgia. It's always kind of tough. They their yeah. their offense is not the type that just scores at will. So, um, but yeah, it it won't be much of a game there. No, I think this one's tricky. Yep. Okay, Texas on the road against Baylor. Texas is a fifteen point favorite. Baylor, a horrible week one loss. Almost upset Utah week two. Really average win week three. Texas, we know what they've done with the win in Alabama and everything else. 15-point favorite for the Longhorns. What do you think about this game down in Waco? Night game as well. Well, I think Vegas has got it about right. Really, that's what it should be. Number three in the team in the country. Mm -hmm. The Alabama win doesn't look as good right now as it did. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody says. They are way better than Wyoming 10-10 in the fourth quarter. I didn't watch any of it. So I didn't. but there because it was on the Longhorn network. So here's what's interesting. Let me let me okay. You got the Alabama game. Uh, I don't care if even if Alabama's down down, that's a good win it's to go there win. and win. Yes. In the Rice game, Texas didn't look good. That was the first game of the year. Yeah. Right. In the Wyoming game, Texas didn't look very good for long stretches of both those games. Now you get Baylor. I'm not sure 15 points. I want to lay the Longhorns in this game. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, if Baylor plays well, and they're going to have to. Don't you think Baylor's going to be if, – if Baylor has any kind of thoughts about, hey, this season could still be decent, this is how you get it back on track. Exactly. They hate Texas. Yes. Uh, I, you know, I don't know – if they can play a clean game, can they go in there not turn it over and give them points? You know, if they if they don't give Texas anything, I mean, you got to think is Baylor better than Wyoming? Um, yes, you got to think they have a better athletes. Yeah, and I don't know if Mark listens later. He's probably working right now, but that's no knock on Wyoming. It's fact. Yeah, they probably have better athletes. So it doesn't mean they're not. Better, you know, Wyoming's not better coached, and and Wyoming couldn't beat Baylor. They could. So if they struggle all, and again, Texas probably wasn't ready to play. But you know what? If you're the number three team in the country, you need to be ready to play. I'm so sick of hearing this shit on them. They yeah. get they get to get the benefit. Of, oh well, they you know they weren't ready to play. They're number three in the country. Mm -hmm. 
if you're number three in the country, play like it. I mean, there's just no excuse. There's no excuse. Yeah. I'm with you. If I had to bet it, I would go with Baylor plus the points. But I'm just I'm a little afraid Baylor will turn it over. That would be my only problem. I think I'm going to take Baylor in the points. I, I just think they'll they'll keep it close enough. Um, I might be wrong. I, I I think a lot of people think Texas is back, and I'm not 100% sold on it after watching Alabama. Yeah, absolutely. I was agreeing with everyone until I saw Alabama. Yeah, and here's the weird thing. I've watched Texas because, again, we were on the road when they played yeah. Alabama. We, were, we couldn't watch it, right? Yeah. I watched a lot of Texas against Rice, and I thought, ooh, they don't look very good. Yeah. I watched a lot of Texas against Wyoming, and I thought, ugh, they're not very good. Didn't watch a second of that Bama game, but thought, damn, they must yeah. be really good. Yeah. Then you watch Alabama the next week, and you're like, well, maybe not. So. Yeah. That was my first thought. To me, if they go down to Baylor and they cover, there's I'll go back to being saying I think they're they're pretty damn good. Well, I, I will too, and I'm not saying they're not. I just I don't know why they get a free pass for not being ready to play. That just doesn't. Well, I think number three. I think people are get keep people are like okay, they beat Alabama, so it doesn't matter what they do as long as they win because they that's beat true. Alabama because that's what that has meant in the past. It has. Does it mean that anymore? I'm not sure. So we're well, going to find out. We're going to find Alabama's out. Alabama's going to have to get a heck of a lot better. Well, here's the deal, though. If Alabama beats Ole Miss and Texas goes down and covers against Baylor, everything I said is thrown out the window, and it's kind of back exactly. to that thought process, right? That's how they play the games to prove it to us. That's right. Exactly right. Yes, exactly. Speaking yeah. of games, this is the best game of the year so far, without yeah. any doubt. Ohio yeah. State at Notre Dame. You and I, huge Sam Hartman guys, we circled this game. We think this is going to be such a big game for Notre Dame. So Notre Dame's got the quarterback situation figured out. They're playing really well. Ohio State, mess at quarterback. They kind of played better last week for sure, but the first two games weren't great. Now it's time to go to Notre Dame. Ohio State is a three-point favorite. All right, are we going to go with Sam Hartman, or do we think the Buckeyes go in there and beat him? Well, this is why Sam Hartman came to Notre Dame. Exactly. To play this kind of game yep. with a little bit better team around him than what he had at Wake Forest. Yep. And I think the line's wrong. I think it should be the other way. Mm-hmm. I don't think Notre Dame's getting a, a, a lot of respect. Um, Ohio State's got great skill people, but when you're a little shaky at quarterback and you're going into South Bend, that's a tough chore. He's better get a lot of help from the rest of his team. Notre Dame's got the quarterback. I think they're going to play this underdog thing to the hilt. I'm going Notre Dame all the way. I took Notre Dame. I took Notre Dame as well, plus the three. I think they win it outright. You said it, and and I totally agree. This is the game that Sam Hartman went to Notre Dame for. And this is the reason Notre Dame needed Sam Hartman. If you go back and watch the game last year, Notre Dame matched up with Ohio State. They could not score when they needed to. They could not move the football. That shouldn't be a problem Saturday night. They should be able to score enough points. They should be able to put enough pressure on the Ohio State offense to make them crack a little bit. I got the Irish. I think they're awfully good. I think this is a big, big game for them, a big statement win. For Notre Dame. So I'm going to give me give me the Irish. Isn't it funny? A guy that we kind of fell in love with, Sam Hartman at Wake Forest, 
-hmm. He goes to a place like Notre Dame, a team we don't really like. Yeah. But all of a sudden he's there and it's like, you know what? I kind of hope they win now. Oh, I do too. Yeah. It's probably my memory is probably fading and what it obviously is. But when is the last time there's been this big a game in South Bend? I can't. Brian Kelly had. Yeah, but I can't think of any just huge games like this. Clemson a couple of years ago. Yeah. Came in there. Let me see. Let me let me look this up. Hold on. Let me. I've got Notre Dame up here. Let me see if I can remember. I mean, they were now. They, this is not only a big game, but a game that they had a big chance to win, right? Yeah. Uh, well, they were in the playoffs three or four years ago. I know, but was there a big game in South Bend? Like that's said? what I'm thinking. I can't yeah. think of one. Uh, uh, I'm okay. sure there has been. Uh, there, there wasn't last. I mean, Clemson came in there last year. They were number five, but Notre Dame was unranked. Um, I'm, I'm uh, well, what's his name came in there when he was a freshman and played great, and Notre Dame beat him. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, okay, the biggest game would have been 2020. They beat Clemson 47 to 40. Yeah, that I, was number one versus number four. Yeah, so, so, this so that is, was the last time they've had a game like this. Yeah. They hadn't had a game like this the last two years. Uh, before that, I'm kind of looking through here. Nothing really to speak of. It's close. Um, right. It, at Notre Dame. Um, yeah, most of these games they've yeah. had, they had to go win them on the road, if I remember right. And yeah, or that they've been good. They've had big teams in there, but maybe they weren't good at the time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. this is a huge one. Yep. Uh, they need to win it. And if they do, I tell you, they're taking a big step towards playoffs if they can get by Ohio State. This yep. will propel them a long way. This win, well, they might even be able to lose a game and still make it. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Iowa goes to Penn State this weekend. Your favorite Hawkeyes, 3-0 versus 3-0 matchup. Penn State, a 15-point favorite here at home. Um, you know, I don't think Penn State's been fabulous, but they've been solid, right? They're Penn um, State. Iowa's been Iowa. Yep. 15 points. Will the Hawkeyes go in there and play them tough and keep it close, or will this kind of go the way of the Nittany Lions? Well, hasn't Penn State played the way they do? They don't kill anybody, really. They just kind of methodically beat you. So they're they're having the kind of season, you know, their big games are coming down the road, although this is a ranked team. Uh, I just don't think – if the game was in in, uh, Iowa City – I'd give Iowa a little bit more of a chance, but I just don't think they're going to go to Penn State. I don't think they have enough offense. I think they'll play them tough for a while, but I just don't think they can score enough. I'm going to go ahead and take Penn State to cover. I'm with you. I'm going to take uh, Penn State to cover as well. I don't think Iowa's got enough. And I think I think Penn State is a little bit more powerful than usual on offense, and I think that'll make the difference. So give me Penn State. 15's a lot, but give me Penn State to cover that one. All right, three more to go here. North Carolina, boy, it seems like every week they're in a game where it's like, ah, they're right at seven to 10 point favorites. We'll see if they cover or not. It's kind of tricky. Here they go again. They go to Pittsburgh this week. North Carolina, seven point favorite. Pittsburgh hasn't been good. They haven't really been good at all. But what do you think? Can North Carolina go in there and cover the seven points? Uh, I I think because Pittsburgh is down. They're not very good. And, and North Carolina's quarterback's excellent. I think they cover. Yeah, I like the Tar Heels in this one. I do too. I think they cover as well. All right, let's go to USC. <laughs> I've been waiting. I want to talk about Lincoln Riley 
uh, for yeah, a minute. Yeah, let's do it. So USC, let's do the game first. USC is 34 and a half point favorites on the road against Arizona State. Yeah. They, what do you want me to say? I mean, Arizona State's awful. I believe they're the worst. You, t- you said Colorado was the worst team last year. Yeah. I think this is the worst power team this year. I think they are. I mean, Fresno State shut them out. Yep. They gave up 27 to Oklahoma State, who couldn't have scored 27 if they'd have played the rest of the night against South Alabama the other night. So they're bad. Uh, USC, come on. This will be a rout. Should be a total rout uh, for the the Trojans, for sure. Tell you what, let's do California-Washington. Let's go back to Riley after that. We just have one to go. California goes into Washington. Washington, a 20-and-a-half point favorite here. They're 3-0. California, you know, I don't think they're awful, but I don't think they're very good. I mean, is there any kind of game in in, uh, in Seattle? No. No? They'll cover easy. I think they will, too. Yeah. All right. Lincoln Riley. Where do you want to go with this? <laughs> did, I guess I'll start with this. Did you ever think – this is how this would go with Lincoln Riley. As in, Meaning, did you ever think there would be a situation where Lincoln Riley is this big of an enemy to Oklahoma and it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that he lost a bunch of games in a season and people were mad at him? Like, uh, I'm shocked at the lies that continue to come out of his mouth. That shocks me, yes. I, I always viewed Lincoln Riley as a really good guy. Me too. He's not. I don't think so either. You simply cannot tell those kind of lies and make those kinds of accusations. So what he basically, he said in an interview that there were death threats towards him. And he also brought his kid into the mix saying that somehow like, OU people got his kid's phone number and was sending messages and stuff to her. And and which, by the way, two very, very serious acquisitions. If those were true, that's absolutely embarrassing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. However, the Oklahoma media said, okay, if 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 this happened to this degree, there would be a police report. They contact Mm -hmm. the they contact area police, local police, everything that they could have been. There's nothing. There's nothing filed. Nothing. There's one file of a suspicious car around his house. That's it. He also said they tried to break into his house. Did you say that? No, I did not say that. But yes, he did say that. And that did not happen. None of it happened. And he he made a statement that they were going to stay because when he resigned at OU, the semester at school was almost over. And they were going to keep their kids in school till the end of the semester. But because of all of this, they had to leave. It's not true. None of this is true. Did he get, I'm sure he got some hate for sure, but definitely this did not happen. What he's saying, it didn't happen. And you have to ask yourself, why is he bringing this up a year after all of this? Why would you do this? Exactly. And and that's the thing. I really want to know why are you, why, why did you get so mad? Who made you this upset? Right. What there's got to be more to the story of why he hates Oklahoma. Well, it all traces back to, um, and he deserved to get the job. There's no doubt he had earned when, when, when Stoops decided to step down, he was the obvious 
choice. He well, he he reinvented Oklahoma's offense. Like he did. Got it going again. We were stagnant. Of course, it helps when you have Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. But that beside the point. He well, he went out and recruited Kyler Murray to Oklahoma, though. Yeah, I'm not saying he didn't deserve to get the job. He did, but he never, I don't think, fully appreciated how damn lucky he was to get his first damn job at Oklahoma. It's a good first job. It's not a bad first job, and they were loaded. Yeah. Baker Mayfield was coming back for his senior year. They had other studs all over the place. Well, and that's the other thing. They Bob Stoops gave him the keys to that car when it was fully loaded and yeah. stopped. Yeah. Stoops didn't leave when the cupboard was bare. No, no. As a matter of fact, OU's best team since 2008 was that first Lincoln Riley team. That's right. Yeah, and he did do well with it. There's no denying that they Absolutely. had a good season. If you remember, that was the year they lost to Georgia in overtime, and then Georgia went on to beat Alabama in overtime. So, talking about the college football playoffs, so OU was right there. They were one of the yeah. top three teams in the country. They could have won it all that year. Could have. They, they didn't. They could have. They were there. Right. They and they had a great season. He did a good job at OU. There's no. Yeah, for sure. I I, I don't know why. What happened? I don't know. I don't know whether he got tired of being in Stoops' shadow. I would see how that would weigh on you a little bit, especially if you have an ego. Yeah. That, you know, it was always, well, you know, do you, do you talk to Bob? Does Bob come around? They were always asking him that kind of stuff. And I think maybe you do get tired of that. And I think a large part of why he went to SC was – there's no Bob Stoops to compare yourself to out there. I do think that's why he left. But what he's failing to take into consideration is he lied about the whole thing, you know, insinuating that this all went down after the Oklahoma State game and he he didn't know anything about it till they got a hold of him after that game. That's the problem, Lincoln. That's yeah. the problem. The lies were the problem. Yeah. And 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 they continue to, and that is just like, that's just kind of the point where it's sick, what he just said. Well, I don't know why you keep bringing it up because well, he's and, proven he's a great coach. He went right out there and turned that around just like that. Of course, yeah. Caleb Williams had a lot to do with that. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So he has no reason to to go on and, and hate on anybody. No, I was just, I was just shocked that he said this. And again, I was pretty much like, over it like it's like yeah, it is what it is i know he lied about it but look he left and that's what it was it's whatever i i really i swear to god i really didn't care about it anymore no then he brings this up and my first reaction was oh my god i can't believe our fan base did that yeah it's just that yeah. is awful. oh i can't but anyway well i know but i, I don't know when, when the kid thing is like ah that's yeah that's disgusting and in the back of my head, I kept thinking, I just, I don't think that's true. And then, like I said, a bunch of reporters at OU went digging, trying to find this. There's nothing there. No. And it's like, what the hell? And then, and the thing that really made a lot of the guys that we listen to mad, he goes on to say, you know, I'm a big reason why Oklahoma hasn't fallen off uh, the radar because I, I preach to those kids to stay at Oklahoma. Yeah. That is the biggest lie ever and they have went and they've asked all kinds of guys that were in that meeting when he mm-hmm. left and they were basically said to the point of he was pretty much begging us to come to usc you know i mean 
that 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 is so not the case. By the Never way, did he say you need to stay here. Right. And by the way, that was a meeting that he was not even going to have with his former players. Bob Stoops told him you need to go in and talk to your players for a Well, minute. that's another thing. He was going to leave and never even meet. Never even guys. talk to them. Yeah. Except, now, except the ones he wanted. Exactly. Like Caleb Williams. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so just the lies have really, really soured me. And again, even when he left, I thought, well, he's still, I still think he's a good guy. Like I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm upset with how he did it, but I don't think this is a bad guy. I think he's a bad guy. I mean, I, well, I was disappointed. And then being so paranoid about practices and banning people from that. And so here's the, yeah, I was going to that. So he's banned a media member at, at Southern California. Uh, he's not allowed, uh, 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 it's a it's a newspaper writer, the OC newspaper. I can't remember what it's called, but anyway, uh, they they banned a reporter for asking a player a question after a press conference, basically. Yeah, which is uh, I was listening to to the guys, the media members at OU, and they're like, "Well, that's a common thing. Like that's what you do." And that's why you know the there. player the player doesn't have to answer it, but you yeah. can ask them. Like, yeah, banned a guy for doing that. So. He he's he's pretty paranoid about that kind of stuff. He was well. They they've told some horror stories about him. Yeah, the media at OU does not like him because he didn't give them access to, to what they right. wanted. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't coaches are like that. Right? Stoops yeah. Stoops wasn't like that. Uh, it wasn't wide open with Stoops, but mm -hmm. he was more accessible and gave them more access to the team than Riley did. And Riley became, I think another thing, Riley became so paranoid with the media when Caleb Williams took over at quarterback from Spencer Rattler. Yeah. And they started he, spying on his practices, he thought, or whatever they were doing. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, and he got criticized for how he handled all of that. So I think that led to a lot of it as well. Yep. Yep. I just, I, I he's not handled this well. You move on. It's not like you went out to USC and you were a failure. Yeah, I mean, and it's not like Oklahoma prospered when you left. They fell out of the off the planet. Yeah, the year you left, you ought to be your head a little bit bigger. So, man, I left there and they fell apart. Look what I did. I went to USC and took over a five and seven team, and yep. almost made the playoffs last year. Yep. Yep. So he he doesn't have any reason to be yelling at anybody, really. Mm -mm. No, so, no, that's I, I don't get it. I don't either. All right, let's move on. I wanted to talk about that though. Right. Um, good, let's go through NFL and then let's get to our heated debate to end the oh, show boy. here. Uh, okay. we'll go to the NFL here. We're going to tonight's game. You were not on the daily show, so you kind of missed uh, uh, the talk about this. So, this will be all new and fresh. San Francisco, <laughs> 10 and a half point favorite here against the Giants tonight, total 43 and a half. I mean, can the Giants make this a game? That's that's the question. Well, I was reading, believe it or not, some magic stats. Not that he said them, but I was reading some stuff like he quotes. Uh -huh. And the Niners don't cover the spread very often. Did he okay. bring that up or anything? Magic was uh, not on the show until the last, like, 10 minutes, so he did not cover this well, game. Who did you have on there with you today? I was by myself. Oh, man. <laughs> Now I want to point this out, folks. I had stuff I needed to do today, and he told me to go do it because I was. Well, you know, I also want to point out Magic got stuck in LA traffic. So okay, it's okay. just what it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
The Niners have looked fantastic the first two weeks. By the way, real quick, how about that Rams field goal on Sunday? What was that all about? So the score is 30 to 20. The Rams are behind against the Niners. The Rams are minus, depending on where you got it, they're they're usually seven and a half or eight most of the yeah. week. Mm-hmm. It's four seconds left. The Rams are at the 20, driving in to, to, to score. And instead of just like throwing one towards the end zone, they kick a field goal and cover the spread. And time went out when the ball was going through the uprights. Why would you? It's almost like the coach knew what the point spread was. I think, I mean, what's it? What's the explanation? If it's why not- is this not been blown up all over the place? I've not read. I thought that would be the headline on the ESPN website Monday morning or that after the game. And I've started looking around Twitter, everywhere else. Nothing. I was watching the game, obviously, and I'm like, yeah, damn. Like, right. Yeah, he's like, he's going to miss this. They're driving. I'm like, well, maybe they'll get a trash touchdown here. Yeah. And then they run out of time. I'm like, man, that sucks. They put the field goal team on. I'm like, oh, my God, he may cover. <laughs> I don't understand it. I, so has it, it, it I, listen, I'm not on social media. I, I don't I don't care if it's been seen it, Gabe. I really have. Gabe not. says it has been blown up. Where okay. where where have you seen it, Gabe? Yeah, Gabe, I, I don't I don't disagree with you at all. I didn't read much about it. I thought it was the most horrible thing I've ever seen. I mean, why would you kick a why? The gambling age is here, Papa Dude. I'm telling you. I, I if I'd have been a 49er fan and I had that, oh, I've been livid. <laughs> so it has been on Twitter. Okay. Oh, 49ers Twitter, I guess. I yeah. probably don't have access to that. Uh, or, yeah, don't want to read it. Uh, I've seen it really only on Barstool. Well, Barstool's mostly a gambling site. That's the thing. Most of your big places, they're not gambling places. Yeah. So Barstool is. So that's, yes. yeah. Well, anyway, I thought it was horrible. Um, it, it comes down to how good are the Giants. You know, they made a great comeback last week. I thought that game was over. And they made a great comeback. Uh, yeah, that's right, Gabe. There was four seconds left. So, so Gabe, yeah. So, Gabe says, uh, if there's five seconds left, you theor- theoretically could kick a field goal, get the onside kick, throw a Hail Mary. But there were four seconds left. And, Gabe, I'm with you. Like, when they were driving, I thought, please get into field goal range with 15 seconds left, 10 yeah. seconds left. Then that's what they're going to do. And they didn't. And they still kicked it with four. Anyway, go ahead. Let's yeah. talk about this game. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm torn on this one. I really am. I think that point spread is kind of a lot. Uh, short week, but the Giants had to travel to Arizona. They probably didn't even go home. They probably stayed on the West Coast, I bet. Why would you fly all the way back to New York and have to come all the way back to San Francisco in two or three days? So they probably stayed out there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and stay with the Niners at 10 and a half. But I'm not gonna bet a nickel on it. I'll give me the Niners. I don't think this is a game to bet, though. No, no, I don't think this is a game to bet at all. I don't. I don't. I mean, it's hard to say. I'm taking the Giants plus ten and a half. Yeah. I, I mean, they're they're not. They did get a miracle win, but I I just don't think they parlay that into success. So yeah, I'll take the Niners in this one. 
Probably a game I'm staying away from. Probably just not going to watch this. Or, or I may watch it, but I'm not going to bet a lot on this one. Um, all right, let's keep going. Titans and the Browns. Uh, both teams one and one. Browns tough loss to the Steelers. Titans get a big win last week against the Chargers. Uh, Cleveland minus three and a half here at home. No Chubb. Chubb is out for the season. Hate to see that for Cleveland. They're still three and a half point favorites. Who you got here? Yeah, because I think they would have won that game against Pittsburgh. I do. Probably. Should have won, won anyway. Should've. I think they're decent, but that's really going to hurt them, losing him, because uh, then they have to depend on Watson, and he's not. I, I'm sorry. They, they're they the dumbest franchise there ever was. Um, I'm going Titans plus three and a half. I think Watson's a fine quarterback, but he's not worth what they paid him. I think he's not a leader. No, no. A criminal Titans not a leader. Plus, sorry. Titans plus three and a half. Yeah, a, a criminal's not a leader. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Falcons and the Lions next. The Falcons are 2-0. They got a huge win over Green Bay, 25-24. The Lions, like we thought, lost to the Seahawks. Big mm-hmm. shock. Thank you. Home. Detroit's a three-point favorite. I don't think the Falcons are quite as good as the Seahawks. That's, no. a, that's the thing here. I think they bounce back. I like the Lions at minus three. I do like the Lions as well, so I'm with you on that one. Uh, the Saints and the Packers. The Packers are one-point favorite here. Saints are 2-0, and uh, all-time boring game last week. They do beat Carolina, though. Now they go on the road again here. What do you think? I think the Saints aren't too bad. They I don't know bad. about the Packers. Yep. I'm going to go Saints to upset Green Bay. Ah, uh, Gosh, I'm going to go Packers, but I went back and forth on this one. I'm that's a tough one. That's a tough game. Uh, okay, this one shouldn't be, but it is the NFL. We'll see what happens. The Dolphins have picked up two road wins, back-to-back road wins against tough-ish teams. Now they're six and a half point favorites at home against two team or against the 0-2 Broncos, who have lost to two teams they shouldn't have lost to at mm-hmm. home. Logic yeah. tells you Miami, right? Definitely. And, and I, I, Miami's beat two good teams. Well, two teams that we think should be good, the Chargers. Uh, New England's tough to beat. I don't care where you're at. So those are two great wins on the road. You know, probably going into the season, you're hoping you split them mm-hmm. and you win them both. Remember when we were talking about Denver? Oh, I think they're going to be back. I think they're going to be back. <laughs> it might be worse. They've lost two games. At home, like you said, they got to, they had to win. They could look at how they could have got started two and zero, and they looked like they were going to win both those yeah, games. Yeah, one think, yeah. So Rob says, stay away from this line, and it is fishy. It is a fishy line. You're right, Rob. It should be more mm-hmm. than six and a half. So logic says Miami's going to roll. You know, in baseball, when you come home from a trip. On that first game, you usually lose. But this ain't baseball. This is football. They're better than the Broncos. I just can't see the Broncos being – I don't know how much they like Russell Wilson. I don't know if they can rebound around him. I don't think he's the kind of guy you come to, you know, try to rally around him. I know the line's fishy. I think the Dolphins kill him. Yeah. The line is fishy, but I think the Dolphins win. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like some kind of struggle and and the Broncos cover it, but I I think the Dolphins are winning the game. I'm with Rob. It's a little bit weird. I'm going to stay away from it, but I do think the Dolphins win. I do think the Dolphins, if they're as good as they think they are, Mm -hmm. they should win by 10 or more. 
Well, imagine still being a supporting uh, supporter of this coaching staff here uh, with the Los Angeles Chargers, who are now 0-2. They lost at home to the Dolphins. They lost to the Titans on the road. Big shock. Uh, they go on the road this weekend to take another disappointing team on, the Vikings. It's a battle of two laughable franchises at this point. One point favorite from Minnesota. What do you think? Well, I think the Chargers are much more laughable than the Vikings because the Chargers have much better talent than the Vikings. The Vikings are going to win, and the Chargers will have a new coach on Monday. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I do think Minnesota gets the job done. I don't, I don't think, think he will survive 0-3. I don't. I don't know how you survived some of the stupid shit you've done in the last two years that people oh, think, oh, no, he's just smarter than everybody else. No, he's not mm. a good coach. So give me the Vikings. I agree. Patriots on the road. They've lost two straight at home. They go on the road, take on the Jets. Talk about a team that who knows where the Jets are at this point. No. New England. New, yes, I said it. New England, a two and a half point favorite on the road here to take on the Jets. <laughs> you talk about a fishy line. It is, and this is got here. Well, this is a very difficult game. I don't know who you go with. New England's lost to two two really good teams, and they played okay. The Jets, I just don't know. I can't take the Jets. I just can't because of this situation at quarterback. I just can't do it. So I'm going to go to the Patriots. Give me the Patriots. What a fishy line. Give me the Patriots. I think uh, I think people are – I think they're begging you to take the Jets. I think the Patriots win that game. So yeah. I'll take New England. Bills and Commanders. Commanders yeah. a surprise 2-0 and team. Now, they beat two teams that aren't very good, but they two won. wins in the NFL are two wins in the NFL. Right. Take on the Bills, one and one. Bills – Got right, sort of, last week. Played a lot better. Bills are six-point favorites on the road here in Washington. They're better. They should be six-point favorites. They should cover. Uh, they need to. They got to win. You can't You can't lose to the commanders. So I'm going to have the bill. I'm going to stick with them and take them to cover. Yep, I'm going to take the bills as well. I think commanders kind of come back down to earth as they play a much better team this week than they've been playing. The Texans go on the road, take on the Jags. The Jags were horrible, I thought, last week. They could have beat the Chiefs. They just just won't do it. Uh, they're eight-and-a-half-point favorites here against the lowly Texans. The Texans don't look much better to me. What about you? I think I'll take them to cover, but I agree with you. They did not. Look, they they should have won that. Could have. Could have won that game last week. I mean, the door was open for them to yeah. beat them. They, the Chiefs really didn't play all that well. They yeah. held them to say, listen, if, if you would have said before the game, Jacksonville's going to hold them 17 points. You would have picked Jacksonville. Absolutely. And Jacksonville got nine. So um, give me Jacksonville in this game, though. I think they're going to cover that. I, 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 The Texans, they just aren't very good. They yeah. aren't very good at all. Colts on the road here. They're one and one. They got a nice win, but they go on the road to take on the Ravens. Ravens are 2-0. Oh. I thought they played pretty good last week. Ravens are eight-point favorites here. Who you got? I like this Ravens team. I think they're pretty good. They look good. Indy doesn't have a lot going for them, although they did win last week. Eight's a lot. The Ravens sometimes struggle to cover eight points. That's quite a few. I'm saying 27-17. Ravens, that's 10, so give me the Ravens. Yeah, give me the Ravens here. I think uh, I think 
this Ravens team might finally start to live up to some of that potential after two weeks. Their offenses look pretty good. So give me yeah. the Ravens minus the eight. Panthers are 0-2, but they've been somewhat competitive. They'll take on the Seahawks. Bad first week, great second week. Seahawks are six-and-a-half-point favorites here at home against the Panthers. This feels like Seattle should dominate, but what do you think? I agree. I think they should. I don't think uh, Carolina's got enough offense to do much. You're not going to win in the NFL if you can't score, and you're not going to win anywhere, but they just struggle. Uh, they got to stick with the rookie quarterback. You know, they got to stay with him, give him time to get better, let him take his lumps, hope he doesn't get hurt. Yep. Uh, but I like Seattle to cover. Yeah, I just don't think the enough offense for the Panthers. And Seattle, they got going. They, they did not play well week one. There's no doubt about it. Week two, they looked good up in uh, Detroit. So, yeah, give me Seattle in this one. The Chiefs, 12.5-point favorites here at home against – this has to be the worst team in the NFL through two weeks. Well, I don't know. Cardinals are bad too, but the bears are embarrassingly bad. Uh, 12 and a half. Like the chiefs sometimes struggle to cover 12 and a half point spreads. They're really not playing all that. Well, not. is this kind of the get well game? We're back home. We're playing an inferior opponent. What do you think? You know, they're playing okay on, on one side of the ball. Defensively, they're playing pretty good. I think they're defensively, they're off to their best start in a yes, while. That's right. They look yeah. good on defense. They do. They look extremely shaky on offense. They don't, I don't, they're, they're, everything's just kind of shaky. It's just, what's the word? They're just kind of jittery. They, they don't, there's no cohesion. Jared described it uh, as it almost feels like they're playing like scared or conservative, maybe the better word. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I just don't think they're giving him a whole lot of time to throw. No, it hasn't it. been great. He no, but they can't run the ball. No, and they don't try a whole lot. And they don't play their best running back either. So I don't. I don't get what's going on there. I don't know. Uh, they don't have a quality receiver, you know, a go-to guy besides. Yeah. What's his name? Kelsey. And I thought he looked very shaky last week. I, I thought he was hurt. May not be 100% healthy. No, I think he's I think he's really hurt. 12 and a half against the Bears. Come on, Chiefs. You got to beat them by 15 <laughs> or so. You got to. I think Gabe's point's correct. I, I The only thing I would say is they really only had one playmaker last year on that offense. And it worked, but. I think those guys uh, were a little bit better. They weren't like stars, but they had a little bit better talent on the offense last year. <sighs> I don't know. These are the type of games they don't cover, so we'll see if they do. I know. I mean, Didn't they lose a couple of offensive linemen to free agency? Yeah, they did. They did. I, yep. think, that's hurt. I think that's hurting them too. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't get why Isaiah Pacheco is just not a guy that gets 15, 20 carries or at least 15 or 20 touches. I, I don't get it. Um, but he just doesn't and he hasn't and it's it's weird so we'll see uh all right let's keep going here cowboys and the cardinals the cowboys 12 and a half point favorites here now arizona and, the, and chicago i think clearly the two worst teams after two weeks arizona blew a 28 nothing lead i mean my god yeah, how do you do that <laughs> i don't know the cowboys have looked good yeah this is a type of game where they usually would go out there and not play that well but maybe win yeah. I don't know. I, I I think I think this Cowboys team is going to dominate this game. But uh, what are your thoughts? Well, they'll have more fans than Arizona. They usually do. Yes. Yeah. They go to they go there. Mm -hmm. uh, I love. I I really 
like the way they're playing. Their defense is really nails, and I think that'll be the difference. I don't think Arizona can score enough. So I'm going to go Cowboys to cover 12 and a half. All right, Cowboys covering the 12 and a half for you. I'm just another stay away game, I believe, here. Uh, Jared says offensive line will not be a problem, Papa dude. So we'll see. I don't know. Offensive line of the Chiefs? Mm-hmm. Well, it sucks right now. It was good week one. It was not great week two is how I would describe it. But, again, if you would have told me the Chiefs are going to score 20 in the first game, 17 in the second game, I would think they would be 0-2. So the defense has played good enough to keep them 1-1. Yeah. And, and if they could catch a pass, they would be 2-0. So, Well, oh, I'm, I'm not seeing – seeing the blues for him at all no but they're they're struggling with they have a way of working things out yeah i will say that all right let's move on steelers and the raiders raiders two and a half point favorites here steelers picked up a big win uh last week raiders you know they they look a little better than kind of what we thought they would be but they did not play great last week they did beat the broncos um in week one, what do you think? Two and a half points. This is an interesting game. Yeah, I can't figure Pittsburgh out. I thought they were yeah. kind of fortunate yep. uh, to win the other night. Uh, tough game for them here. Now on the road, I got no confidence on the, Ra- or the Raiders, none whatsoever. I'm going to take the Steelers, but I ain't betting a nickel on this. This is the ultimate stay away game for me. I, I really don't know what – I don't think the Steelers are very good. But, you know, I think they're better than the Raiders, but it is on the road. I'm, to me, Pickett has looked pretty bad. The Raiders, I, we know they're not very good. I, I don't know. This is a total toss-up game to me. I think it's the hardest one of the week, so I'm staying away from it. All right, two games to go, the Monday night games. The Eagles 2-0 versus the Buccaneers 2-0. Eagles are five-point favorites here on the road. Um, you know, the Eagles, two solid wins. They haven't looked world-beating. Buccaneers, a surprise 2-0 team. They went to Minnesota, got a nice win. You know, they beat the Bears, but a lot of teams are going to beat the Bears. Uh, what do you think about this game on Monday night? Well, I'm happy for Tampa and Baker. Peace and enjoy your enjoy your uh, good spirits as long as you can there, Bake. Yeah. Uh, I think they get uh, brought down to earth this week. The yeah. Eagles are pretty dang good. Uh, Tampa's going to play tough. Um you know they got their their receivers are pretty good. Yeah. Um, five points, I think they. I'm going to go to the Eagles to cover. I, I, I they haven't played great yet. Uh, I think there's a little bit missing there. I think they're getting ready to play a big one. So I'm going to go Philly to cover at Tampa. Yeah, it's odd. I mean, the Eagles have kind of raised the expectation levels. You know, they they played a 25-20 game in in New England that they they just didn't look very good. Last week, you know, they beat the Vikings 34-28. It was kind of a late touchdown. That was really a two-score game, so I thought they were better. I think they get even better. I, I think they beat uh, Tampa Bay here. I, I don't think they'll have much trouble with uh, the Buccaneers. Finally, and this could be the most interesting game of the whole uh, slate because the Bengals are at home. They're three-point favorites against the Rams. They desperately need a win. The Bengals have looked horrible through two games. The Rams, you know, one good game and one game where – I thought they played okay. They just got beat by a better team. What do you think? I I think the Rams may go in there and beat them. Well, I thought the Rams. I was watching that game because I had that was my bet. They were driving in to take the lead, and and Stafford threw an interception. Yep, and that turned that game completely around. I told Sandy at the time. I said, "There went my bet right there," and it looked like that's what was going to happen. Yep. 
I thought they played really well. Uh, the Niners are good. Mm-hmm. And before I go any farther, I don't ever want anyone to tell me that Los Angeles is a fantastic sports town. <laughs> if you did, if you didn't see that game, yeah, it is embarrassing. It's Rams, bad. you have no fans. I that feel like the Chargers be, games are even worse. When it I comes know to that it. had to be eighty percent San Francisco. And this and is it, a Rams team that won the Super Bowl two years ago. That's right, and and it's it was eighty percent red. When when the Niners would do something good, you swore the game was in San Francisco. If you didn't know better, you would have thought the game was in San Francisco. Yep, that is embarrassing. Yep, because that's a rivalry. <laughs> yeah, and you got nobody there. Mm-mm. What are I, most of the games look like it's fifty fifty. It's right. But you're right. This one was just a sea of red. Levi South, as Gabe said. I mean, it was yeah. it was all 49ers. How would you like to be a member of the Rams? You won the Super Bowl two years ago. You got some pretty damn good players on there. You got some Hall of Famers. Well, you're coming off a win against uh the beat Seattle. Yeah. And you go out to the game and it's a home game. Yeah, it's crazy. And and you can't hear yourself. Think not because of your fans, but because of the other team's fans. You're at home and you have to have a silent count. <laughs> that is, it's just embarrassing. I know. And, you know, oh, we got to have a franchise in LA. Well, you got two, yeah. and nobody comes, you don't have any fans of either one of them. Well, yeah. I mean, like when Kansas City goes out to play the Chargers. Oh, it's my all God. Red. It's all Chiefs. Yeah. It's all red. Yeah. When Dallas goes, oh, yeah. Oh, it's just, yeah. It's, uh, you know, even when the Rams play some shitty team, it's they have more fans. So yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Anyway, back to this. I think this is a sneaky good game as well. Uh, the Bengals are desperate. They got to win. They played better last week. They just didn't win. The Rams, I think, are going to be a little flat. So I'm going to take the Bengals to win. Yeah, maybe that's the case. I don't know. I think the Rams may go in there and beat him. I don't know. This Bengals team... They didn't look good. They did not look good last no, week. And, and and Burrow does not look good at all, as Inna says. So now, um, do you know suddenly the AFC doesn't look as strong as we thought it was going to? Mm-hmm. Because the Bills are a little shaky. The yep. Bengals are not very good. Yep. Um, so well, those were two of your of your and the Chiefs are struggling just a little bit. I'm not worried about the Chiefs. Yeah, San uh, San Diego. I'll call them that till the day I die. The Chargers right. are they're, they're they were supposed to be decent. Right. Well. You and I knew the Chargers wouldn't, yeah, win, but, but uh, but there's teams that replace those teams, like like the Ravens, you know, and, and, and Miami. Yeah, so I mean, teams yeah. go up, other teams go, you know, teams go down, other teams come up, and I think that's yeah. what what we're gonna see. Well, I don't know about you, but after going over this slate, I don't believe I'll be be making hardly any NFL bets on Sunday. These are yeah, I, I don't, I think, I think that for football, the major actions in college this week. Yeah, these are tough. These games are tough. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, we got to figure out who these teams are, and this will go a long way. You watch a lot of these games. I don't think you bet a lot of them. I agree. No, no. All right. No. Are you ready for my question? I am. We're going to spark a debate here. It, it, <laughs> it became a big debate on the Sooner Scoop podcast. If you have not, have you listened to that this week? I've watched a lot of their things. I don't, is it like the unofficial 40? Yes. yes. I've not seen it. No. Okay. This started on the unofficial 40. They, they've hired a, I'll say Sooner Scoop is kind of like racing dudes, but instead of covering horse racing, they cover Oklahoma athletics. And wait a minute, racing dudes is way better. Go ahead. Well, okay. Maybe, but still it's the same kind. 
they're 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 guys that you know they they have fun and they do a lot of youtube and a lot of uh podcasts and stuff so anyway they they hired a younger guy and he's dating you know and and he dated this girl and the and they went out to dinner and the guy ordered chicken strips for dinner now this was not a bar this is not a you uh, fast food so like he a, was in a regular restaurant in an in a nice you nice know, restaurant yeah he ordered chicken strips and she said that absolutely unacceptable to order chicken strips at a restaurant that's not fast food and so the debate is is that a thing should on a on a date should you order chicken strips as a as a male that that's a debate. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Eddie didn't think this was right. Eddie was staying out of it. Eddie Eddie kind of felt like you should be able to order chicken strips. You should be able to order what you want. But what are your thoughts? Is that uh, a, an acceptable meal to order on a on a date? Well, was it like uh, they didn't name the restaurant, right? No, no. Okay, listen. It's not a but. It's not a bar where there's like burgers and chicken it's strips. Not like it's not a. That. It's not. It's not fast food. It's like a place it's, you sit it's, down. It's, it's you, roadhouse, or is it better than? It's more. It's like it's kind of like a steakhouse, kind of like a like a you know uh, around here would be like a roadhouse, yeah, or a Cheddar's or a Logan's or uh uh, uh what's the other one called? Um, I don't know. That kind of place. Longhorn. Longhorn. It's like it's like that kind of place. Yeah. No, I see absolutely nothing wrong with it. Okay, wow, you think it should? You think it's okay? Dennis says it's it's wrong. Really? Yes, he says it's wrong. What if you love chicken strips? Well, that's just and that's so where they were at. He's like, look, the guy was <laughs> I like, I like the chicken strips here more than anything else. And a couple of the other guys said, then you can't do that. It's a terrible sign if you're ordering chicken strips on a date at a place like that. Well, maybe he doesn't like steak. No, he, he said you. If you like chicken, you get something chicken that's not chicken strips. Would you order them? Yes, I would absolutely order them. I've seen you do it a million times. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would order them. See, Dennis is strongly against that. I would have dumped my date immediately. You don't, Dennis. First of all, Dennis. Hi, Dennis. A, you, you don't have a date. B, you would not dump that person for that. No, you would not. Don't lie. But so you you think okay, you, I you don't have anything wrong with it? No, absolutely not. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even think anything of it. I wouldn't. Well, I I didn't know that was dating etiquette. What you order? Well, and that's what they were. And and one uh, the married guy made a comment. He's like, "Okay, do you like this girl?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, kind of." And he's like, "If now, she's also, making a big deal about this, what is she going to make a big deal about in the future?" Oh, was she making a big deal about it? She was the one. the 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 woman was making a big deal that the man ordered chicken strips. Oh, I didn't get that part. Right. Okay. Now, when you're talking about the married one, you talking about Bob, or are you talking about the other guy? Uh, I'm talking about There's Josh. Only, huh? I'm talking about Josh. Yeah. Yeah. There's like five guys on this show, everybody, and only two of them are married. Right. Which tells you about the other three. But right. anyway, I don't know George very well, but the other two, they ain't nobody going to marry either one of them. But anyway, <laughs> even though I, Eddie's hilarious. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so the so the girl made a comment, you don't order chicken strips here. The girl said when you are on a date or you are out at any kind of restaurant like where we're at, 
chicken strips is not acceptable. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a kid. It's a child's order. Okay. I would have to really like the girl to have a second date with her <laughs> because that's snobbish. Don't you agree? I kind of thought so. Yeah. I, I, my opinion was, yeah, I don't, I think I, I kind of get what she's saying, but at the same time, if that's what the person likes, that's what they like. Yes. Like, she was saying that it's a, it's a big red flag. <laughs> Really? That's that's what that's what they said. Well, I think I chicken strips is a big red flag. I guess so. I I I don't see it that way because he said he said, but they're so good here. I like them here. And the lady, the girl, woman, whatever the hell she was, was like, no. (laughs) So there you go. Okay. Don't you think this is just wrong? To me, yeah. I mean, because I, I've, I've ordered, I've had that order before. I would know? just say, get whatever you want, and I'm going to get what I want. Yeah. And I love these here, yeah. and it's one of the reasons I come here. I, I, and know, I don't really care what you get, but this is what I'm getting. Uh, so Rob says it, uh, it's basic, and and that is it. Like, you really never can go wrong with that order. <laughs> really no there's no way you can really screw that up unless you don't you like undercook it and that's really almost impo- i mean it's not impossible but i've never had an undercooked chicken strip let's put it that way no matter where i've been so i, I don't no, know i wouldn't have ordered it because there's other stuff i would have liked better fair probably right but, but i don't think qualified it by saying he he loves the chicken strips here I don't think it's unacceptable. I think no, not at all. Now, the next question I have is, is he going to date the woman again or is it over with? He likes her. He's going to go back. Yeah, he is. He's currently dating her. Okay. Yes. And she decided that this he wasn't weird enough to not go out with again. I think he got something else on the menu after she said He that. did. Uh, he <laughs> is. All right. I got to see a picture of her first of all, but so I think that's the you, I, no, 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 I no. Think you that's why they made a big deal out of it because he did he gave play. in. Yeah. Well, somebody made a point here somewhere. If you give in on that, oh, you said somebody on the show yeah. said, yeah. If you give in on that, what's going to be next? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I no, I well. Like I said, if I, I wouldn't have ordered that because there's other things I probably like on the menu. Did it appear like maybe she was insinuating that he's cheap? No, uh, childish, no. I think, was the... Childish. Your kid orders that. Right, yeah. That is on the kid's menu everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, that yeah. is true. It's because it's the best thing they have at most of the places. For kids. For everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you okay? You obviously cannot comment on this one fairly because that's your go-to, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you had ordered it, you would have had to say whoever this is. I'm sorry, honey. This yeah. is my go-to meal. Yeah. So he's saying, you know, uh, uh, Rob saying, "Hey, it's maybe not a dinner; it's lunch." And I think, I think you're, I think you're right. 
there's some foods that it's like, yeah, you can get away with that for lunch, but it's not a dinner item. I just don't think it's anyone's business what you order. <laughs> well, I mean, people do this. People judge people for stuff like this. <laughs> what happens? I'm trying to think. Okay. Take a woman out to a place like that and she orders a hamburger. Would that be wrong? Well, I don't think for the women it's as big of a deal. I think it's I it's think not for, they, they us on what we eat. <laughs> yes. I think for the guys, it's it's like if you don't get a steak or something that says something about you. I think people think that. Yeah. I would say it says something about the woman having to make that comment. I would say she grew up with a certain status. I just wonder, Rob says you get a cup of slaw, the grilled breast with rice and broccoli portrays stability. See, that's just it. I think I think that that portrays adulthood more than chicken fingers and fries. I think that portrays you're just a big old pansy is what I think. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that shows that you're worried about your weight and... <laughs> That sounds like something that would just be god awful. I would not want to eat that. Uh, I have ate that before. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you know where I eat that at? At seafood restaurant, because I don't like seafood. So that's something that I would eat at a seafood re well, restaurant. I mean, that's 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 exciting. And I don't feel stable at all. I feel hungry <laughs> when I leave. <laughs> well, listen, the debate rages on. Um, we'll see. I, I, I thought it was a fascinating uh, comment. I really did. Well, Rob, I would too. I'd get the steak and potato with salad. No question. Right. right. But you're missing the point, Rob. He liked the chicken. <laughs> his favorite, yeah. his favorite, he can't order his favorite dish at the place he goes to eat now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's his favorite dish. I just think the woman, I don't know the woman, obviously, and I don't know. She may have been kidding. Who knows? No, I, no she wasn't. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, she'd have to be a raving beauty before <laughs> I would. I mean, okay. You say, she said, that's a red flag. Uh -huh. Honey, I would have come right back at you and said, no, no, <laughs> you're a red flag. If you're worried about me eating chicken strips, what am I doing? Embarrassing you because I'm eating chicken strips? So the restaurant was Charleston's. Oh, I've been there. Let me tell you something. Charleston's uh -huh. is the most overrated rest. I hope Oklahoma people are listening. Ooh. They love it down there. Sandy and I have been twice. It's horrible. Really? Maybe I'm not ordering the right thing. It's pricey. Maybe did you get the chicken strips? No, but that's about the only thing I could find on the menu. Interesting. Uh, that was under like $40, and it's, it's not that good. I'm sorry. It's kind of neat in there, but that's about it. Uh, yeah, if he ordered chicken. <laughs> okay, this is becoming a little bit more clear. Uh, oh, it's not. To P I've never been. Is it, a, is it fancy? No, it's not fancy. Okay. They, just they think they are, but they're not. Right. Uh, everybody raves about it. Uh-huh. It's. I'm not going to say it's bad. I, I did say it was horrible. It's not really. It's it's just not. It's not that good. It's a little fancier than Texas Roadhouse. It's it's but okay. 
but not really. Yeah. Uh, a little pricey. Uh, there's nothing wrong with ordering chicken strips in Charleston's. I'll tell you that right now. There you go. All right. That's the final word. <laughs> All right. We're going to get out of here because the Magic Mike show is coming up here in, let's see, 34 minutes. That's right. 34 minutes. And I think, hold on. Who gives a shit at what you order? You're paying for it. See? Exactly. Jared, and I you think got that. I think we kind of, yeah. I think we agree, Jared. It, yeah. it, why would you? Now, now, take hold on. Take a woman out on a date. To, to be to let her get whatever. She, maybe she got something that cost $75 and, and old George thought, Hmm, I better get these chicken strips. They're only 15. <laughs> to be clear, I side with Jared and I, I side with you. I, yeah. I think it's crazy. I do too. But Jared's single. So no. could that be why? No, that's not why he's Is single. He ordering oh, wrong yeah. on his dates. No. Okay. No. Why is it? Why yeah. is he single then? <laughs> Can't get into that right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to get out. <laughs> I would have to see how the rest of the evening went with somebody like that. And if she's snobbish about other things, then you better not have a second date. I do think Jared has a date tonight, though. So we'll see. Oh, really? Yeah. Jared, get some chicken strips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's right. nothing to do with you, Jared. You just had a poor choice the first time. <laughs> well, when you're right, you're right. All right, we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna leave. We have to leave now. Um, all right, we're gonna get out of here. Magic Mike coming up here in 22 minutes, 32 minutes. Uh, chicken strips and swipe right, exactly, Mark. Uh, all right, here we go. Absolutely. Sharing food on first dates. I don't think you should share unless, I mean, appetizer is one thing, but like getting like a meal and sharing it. I don't think so. What about you? Depends on how that first date's going. Yeah, I mean, maybe you share it's it. Really well and it's getting, you know, it's heading in the right direction. I don't see what, what's wrong. Are you, it's because of a, a COVID thing? Is no, that what, no, you know? I just, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that. Well, usually first date, you don't do that. Yeah, no share. Buy stocks, there's no sharing. No, see, this is why you're single, Jared. You've been sharing food. I mean, my God, you can't do that on first date. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with it, Jared. Uh, I don't know. Well, what if the, the, the lady goes, here, you want, this french fry is really good. Why don't you take one? No, that's not what he's saying. He's saying you order like you, you, a meal and you you plan to share it. Oh, no, no. Not on first date. You have got to impress the person. Okay, he doesn't share. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't well, think That's not do. the root of the problem then. I don't know. That, she's got a meal and you got a meal. And she goes, here, you can have one of my french fries. Something. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you're talking about getting the food and you're eating the same meal. Right. Yeah, I think that's a no. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All I've right. never done that. No. no. No, me neither. Okay, got to get out of here. We're leaving it now. This is it. So we are done. We're not going to get into this any longer. Um, well, last week's show was short, so we made up for it. We did make up for it. Yeah, last week's show was a little bit short. Made up for it today. Uh, covered a lot of topics. So we did. Uh, it was good. 
next week why is jared single we're gonna research it all right guys we're gonna get out of here now maybe because it's his choice and maybe because everyone out there's nuts that's gonna be yes that could be after meeting people and talking about uh, the people he's met yeah i think everybody's just crazy that could be the yeah. biggest problem so all right we're getting out of here we'll be back 30 minutes for uh magic mike show they're gonna be covering remington park late pick five for oklahoma derby day on sunday i may join them for a little bit all right guys We'll see you next week. Good luck to everybody this week. And uh, yeah, see you in about 30 minutes. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.